Welcome to Heritage Fellowship's Sermon of the Week. We hope you're encouraged and challenged as we study the Word of God together. Have we just not experienced the most amazing presence of the Lord? The theme of our worship this morning of surrender so fits with what we're about to do together as a congregation with the baptisms. So when Lexi was sharing last week, didn't she share so beautifully for saying that she was new to all of this? So she was sharing about how, what does it mean to um, be on mission and, and does it just mean going overseas and, and what about here and, and almost feeling a little less than. I want to just say to you today that being on mission is wherever the Lord calls us to be. It is out there, but it is also right here. And when we did our little missions thing during VBS for those five days, every day, every day, we stress that to the children and the parents, that being on mission means that we're available to share the love of Jesus wherever God calls us to be. God isn't calling everyone to be overseas but it all has to do with the surrender of our hearts like we sang this morning. So for us, for Greg and I, before we got married, right before we got married, we said to the Lord, we were praying one day together, we were brand new believers, like a year or two old in the Lord, didn't know anything about anything, certainly didn't know about missions. But we said to the Lord, here we are. We will go anywhere, we will do anything as long as we know that it's you. And I think that the Lord heard that and said, okay, they're young, there's not lots of attachments to anything, I'm, I'm going to take them around the world. And we've had the privilege of being called to serve the nations um, around the world. But as much as we serve out there, we hope to be serving right here as well. Because there's a world to reach and there's people to reach everywhere. And it's not just on the other side of the globe. So I wanted to just share that to affirm what Lexi shared last week, that mission, all of us, all of us are called to reach out, to love people with the love of Jesus, to reach out to the lost, to be available, to be used by the Lord at any time. The Great Commission in Matthew 28 says this, now, wherever you go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to faithfully follow all that I have commanded you, and never forget that I am with you every day, even to the completion of the age. So it's not um, when you go overseas, make disciples. It's wherever you go, make disciples. So that's the charge for all of us. And it includes baptizing, which is where we're going this morning. So um, just, just be encouraged and be challenged to be asking the Lord how you can reach out to the people in your circle, whatever circle that is, whether it's right here in Jefferson City or whether it's on the other side of the globe. Amen. Well, good morning. It is great to be here. Still good to be here. It's getting better and getting louder. 
Let's see. Oh, I am here. Cool. Well, for those of you who are wondering, you look at Jared, and you're like, man, something's just different about him. I just wanted to bring some clarity. He's, uh, he's tanner, not taller. Just where, I don't know where he went either. I needed to look at you. When you yeah, there you go. Hi, tanner. Uh, oh, you stood up. I'm sorry. I just can't. Um, <laughs> listen, you know, in, in my family, there's a certain amount of uh, giving one another a hard time. That it's just our way of saying I love you. If I didn't, if I didn't make fun of Jared a little bit, he'd be afraid there's something wrong. Uh, so no, he's like dynamite, TNT, which is tanner, not taller. So there you go. <laughs> so um, moving on, I find myself this morning feeling somewhat like a graduation speaker. Like, how so? Because, uh, you know, like, I'm the guy that you need there for the event, but everybody just wants to get through it to why we're really here. And so we're here this morning um, to be in the presence of the Lord. We're here this morning for baptisms. And so I know many of you are like, let's just get to the baptism. And then I'm the guy that's like standing up talking, going, okay, so I appreciate you putting up with me. I promise we won't be here in this. uh, I won't be here doing this very long. But we just wanted to lay a little bit of foundation for baptism but also want to make sure that those of us who, uh, who are getting baptized, those who have been baptized, there's just a moment just to stop and reflect on what that really means so that we can more fully engage in, in worship and celebration. If many things that baptism is, just celebrating with our brothers and sisters who are making this step in their faith journey. This is just an exciting time. I had a chance this morning to, to share with and pray with and take communion with those who are being baptized back in the the fellowship hall, and, and that was just my encouragement, like, man, just drink in deeply the presence of the Lord, because this is a significant time in your life, and for those of you who have been baptized, I would just encourage you this morning just to let the Holy Spirit take you back to that place, and just to bring up some of those memories of what that was like, because such a significant, significant journey. You know, and, and, and this is for our church kind of a first. We've never actually done baptisms indoors. So this is cool, although warm, like uh, 98 degrees warm. So I was, when I was baptized, I was baptized outside in the spring. and It was one of those really cold days. Some of you were there. And, uh, and I, this is the, the, the thing I remember is I got brought down the water. It was so cold. And then a train went by. This was in Morristown. And so the, the pastor decided, let's just wait till the train passes. And it was so cold, but yet I still remember, and I remember the people I was baptized with in an amazing uh, alignment of the way the Holy Spirit works. I was actually baptized with, uh, with Kara, my wife. Uh, we were kids at the time. She was more of a kid than I was. And, uh, but, but I remember those moments and what that felt like and, doing, and, and then being able to, to baptize my own children. I remember what that is like. And so there's just a moment of remembering for those of you who have been baptized and creating those memories for those of you who are about to be. You know, baptism is, is a symbolic act. You, you come up willingly and, and with a, an act of confession, an act of submission, and you, and you let uh, one of either a, a parent or Pastor Jim or, or Ryan, like literally, like you, you submit yourself to death. Like, you're, for that moment, just held underwater. Pastor Jim did assure all of us this morning that he is, he's not lost anyone uh, yet. It'd be hard this morning, but for someone who's baptized hundreds in, you know, like, the, 
seas and oceans and lakes around the world, that's good to know. He's got a good grip. But there is this moment of like of, of choosing death, choosing to identify with death, but yet through a power that's not your own being risen to life. There's a, there's a very symbolic nature of what's happening. And the Bible talks about baptism being a, a public profession of faith, a, a public identification with the, the death of burial and resurrection with Jesus. It's a very public thing. And so it's one of the reasons you're on stage, you're being live streamed, you've, you've brought your family and friends here. There's a very public nature of saying, I am choosing to be a follower of Jesus and I want the world to know. There's something very powerful about being so confident in who you are in Jesus that you I don't care who knows, I want the world to know. But you know what? There's also something very personal and intimate and private that happens when you're baptized. And it's a reminder of your decision to follow Jesus to the entire world, but let it also be a reminder to yourself for the rest of your life of the decision that you have made to follow Jesus. So yes, it's a very public act, but it's also a very personal and and private act. I want to just be super clear, just because I think my role as, uh, on the teaching team is to say this. Baptism is, we, and we encourage all believers to be baptized. We think it's a part of our faith journey. It's a part of our following Jesus. I'm going to give you a few reasons why we're baptized. But I also want to be super clear that Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says this, For by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. We are saved through faith in Jesus. So the baptism that's happening today is, is not a salvation experience, but yet it is an outward expression of a salvation experience. Right? So, so the people, that we're, we're not saving them today. They, they have accepted Jesus as their Savior. It is the shed blood of Jesus and, and our, our faith and his grace. It's that process that we're saved, not of any works, including baptism, yet we do believe baptism is super important. It's an opportunity to shout to the world and give testimony of the one who saved you. So it's not your salvation experience, but it is part of your experience of salvation. So let me give you three reasons why Christians get baptized. It's not an all-inclusive list. It's just the list for this morning. First of all, the Bible tells Christians to get baptized. Have a, I think it's fitting that Debbie shared that, this this morning. They have a very dear friend who four years ago said, hey, I'm going, to go to, I'm going to go to professional school. You have four years to get to the end of Matthew. And he didn't think we could do it. But turn your Bibles to Matthew 28, 19, the end of Matthew. He'll be away in, in dental school. Don't tell him we've got a lot of ground to cover. But we made it before dental school started to the end of Matthew this morning. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. One of the reasons that we baptize is because Jesus said so. He said, baptize and make disciples and and teach them all the things I've commanded and do it wherever you are. I have it on very good authority that all of you are here today. Right? And when you leave here, you'll be where you are. 
And where you are, Jesus will be with you. And where that place is, as Debbie said, that's your mission field for that moment. And so wherever you are, make disciples where you are. Which means it's important to be where you are. And so this morning, because many of you have been willing to be where you are, there are disciples being made and being baptized in the name of Jesus. So we should do the things that God tells us to do, right? So first of all, we're doing this because he told us to. Jesus told me so. Second reason Christians are baptized is this. Jesus was baptized. Matthew 3.16. Maybe back up to 13. And then, then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. But yet you come to me. And Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went out of the water in that moment. Heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and landed on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love, and with him I am well pleased. Jesus himself was baptized. So another reason that we are baptized as Christians, another reason that those who are being baptized today, it's, it's quite literally being a follower of Jesus. Jesus was baptized. He commanded us to baptize others and he said but but we're following after him into the waters of baptism and and out of the waters of baptism and we are commanded to follow after him it's interesting the the identification and the words of affirmation that came from his father in heaven in that process of being baptized and just encourage all of you this morning who are being baptized to hear those words from your father said this is who you are and your act of baptism your act of obedience following after Jesus, I am so pleased in your journey of faith, being a follower of my son. Hear those words this morning, the words of affirmation as you come up from the baptismal waters. Finally, the third reason that, that we should be baptized is, is this. I want to read from Romans chapter 6, verses 3 through 8. This is in the NIV. It says this, or do, this is Paul, or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were raised, therefore, or we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Jesus was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in his death, we will certainly also be united with him in resurrection like his. For you know that your old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin may be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. It's not just that we are following Jesus into a baptismal experience like Jesus experienced in the Jordan, but we are following Jesus into his death and his burial in his resurrection. And that's what baptism means to those of you who are being baptized. That's what baptism means to those of us who have been. It is, it is a public and yet very personal aligning ourselves with the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus. It is, it is our saying, it is, I am identifying with Jesus' death.
And that's what's happening this morning. We're, we have people who are publicly saying, I am choosing to die to self. I, I am choosing to align myself with the sacrificial death of Jesus on the cross. The wage of sin is death. And I'm, that is, I am identifying with Jesus who paid my debt. I'm saying, yep, I, I will take that payment, Jesus. But yet we're also identifying with the resurrection and the life that comes after that. I want to read that same verse in Romans out of the Passion Translation. It says this, We have died to sin once and for all as a dead man passes away from his life. We have gone down into the baptismal water. So how could we live under sin's rule a moment longer? Or have you forgotten that all of us who are immersed into union with Jesus, the anointed one, who are immersed into union with his death. Have you forgotten that all of us who are immersed into union with his death, sharing in his death by our baptism, means we were co-buried with him. Sharing in, in his death by our baptism means that we were co-buried with him so that when the Father's glory raised Christ from the dead, we were also raised with him. We have been co-resurrected with him so that we could be empowered to walk in the freshness of new life. For since we are permanently grafted in him to experience a death like his, we are permanently grafted into him to experience a resurrection life like his the life that his resurrection imparts in us amen that's what it's about we we are we are identifying with the death and burial of jesus but we are also identifying with the resurrection of jesus see jesus death on the cross took away our sins but his resurrection life is the thing that empowers us to walk out our life being perfected and made like him. So we invite those this morning who are coming, proclaiming a profession of their faith in Jesus. And baptism is a public outward proclamation of an inward transformation. It's a public outward proclamation of an inner transformation. And I'll conclude with this. If I had one scripture to share with us all on what is baptism, why are we baptized, what does the significance hold for this church family and for these individuals this morning, it is this. It's Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. And I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. It's what we get to, to watch an expression of, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. But yet raised from the water, the life I now live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God 
who loved me and gave himself up for me. Saints, that's that's what it's all about. Making disciples and baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to obey all that Jesus commanded, commanded. Because wherever we go, whatever we do, Jesus is there with us. See, that's the promise that comes at the very end. And as we witness today, I want you all to be reminded of your own life in Jesus. Because when trials come and hard things come, it's just important to be reminded, it is, it's no longer I who live. Another dear friend of mine who's, who is with Jesus presently used to say, a dead man has no rights. We get offended, we get upset, life is hard. Yes, yes, and yes. All those things to our flesh. But don't I have a, don't I have a right to get even? Don't I have a right to be angry? Don't I have... He would just say, man, a dead man has no rights. It is no longer you who lives. You died with Jesus. And now the life that you live in this body, you live by faith in the Son of God. It's not you. It's Jesus in you. And all of those things that are offended is just flesh that's through this process of being perfected that's continuing to die. What a great day to be in the house of the Lord. We're not baptizing these young men and women as members of Heritage Fellowship, but I will say this, there's something about their baptism that is not um, identifying them with with being a, a member of this church, but it's something about their baptism that is identifying them with being members of the church. In that way, the kingdom of God is growing and advancing and adding some new people, some new brothers and sisters. Let's celebrate with them. Sounds good? All right, let's do it. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Please join us online at heritagefellowship.us or in person in Jefferson City, Tennessee, as we encounter God, touch lives, and impact nations.